good morning everyone welcome to another episode of what's happening today is uh, 15th of july 2021 and it's going to be the 35th episode of what's happening so yeah today also i think uh, we have um, lesser number of new t- news items but we have some significant news as always every day we seem to come across uh, you know one or other kind of argument in the supreme court of india which is interesting as well as uh, you know allows us to know our rights so today also we are going to look at um, one of such cases that has come up in supreme court normally uh, cases that come up in supreme court would be filed as a petition by uh, a government or um, an individual or there is something called a pil or public interest litigation that will be filed by um, uh, an organization normally an ngo like people for union for uh, people un- people's union for civil liberties so that organization basically ensures that every individual gets enough rights in india so if there is uh, some kind of law or rule uh, that violates these rights the this uh, particular ngo will file a public interest litigation on behalf of that individual so such kind of cases is what comes up in supreme court regularly there is also another kind of case that is called suo moto case meaning that supreme court um, takes um, a newspaper report or a government document as a as um, a petition and then um, you know takes it up for um, argument and judgment so basically the case that has come up now it's a suo moto case which is regarding the kanwar yatra So yesterday as we spoke about the Kanwar Yatra, Kanwar Yatra basically is um, people all over from North India do a pilgrimage to uh, River Ganga. Uh, the River Ganga directly flows um, in two states, Uttar Pradesh and Uttarakhand, which are considered as holy. Of course, Ganga might flow through Bihar as well, but the Kanwar Yatra as such um, is taking place only in these two states. So people all over from North India walk to either Uttarakhand or Uttar Pradesh, fetch the Ganga water, go back to their villages. and then they um, you know offer the water to the uh, deity there in their nearby village or their uh, family deity such such as the nature of kanwar yatra so this kanwar yatra has been officially suspended by the uttarakhand government citing the covid-19 pandemic which is a very prudent decision but the nearby state which is also a bjp ruled state uttar pradesh by cm yogi adityanath has suggested that they will go ahead with the kanwar yatra and will allow people who have rt pcr test as negative um, you know the covid rt pcr test negative they will allow them for kanwar yatra uh, the problem with this is the kanwar yatra goes for uh, i think around 20 22 days to reach the destination and be back so if they could contract this anywhere in between right uh, not while entering the state of uttar pradesh but while going back they might take covid back to their state so that is a concern and that concern has been noted by supreme court so since two governments are taking uh, you know different views about a particular uh, pilgrimage that is taking place in both states they sent notices to central government the uttarakhand government and the uttar pradesh government asking for the stand for e respective stand in this particular thing i believe uttarakhand government will since they are officially announced they will also say that they will stop the kanwar yatra they won't allow any devotees Uh, who are coming as kanwar yatra devotees into um, the state and they will also for general travel also like people who do not come by walk if they come by private vehicles the regular restrictions will apply is what the reply of uttarakhand might be but we'll have to wait and see what the central government and the uttar pradesh government reply to this particular notice right Okay, the next news is regarding the pace of vaccination yesterday we saw that um, the pace of vaccination has been dipping a lot 
and it has reached the levels um that we saw earlier before the government you know announced the vaccine policy change we are seeing such kind of levels which is again it's not a very good trend so um this has been noted by the health secretary uh, from the central government and the health secretary from the central government has um you could say examined certain data and has found out that this laxity apart from the supply problem this laxity in the vaccination or dipping is also due to the pace of vaccination in private centers so 75% has been allocated to the state governments while the 25% right has not been effectively used as per the data the 75% um, in specific states like um, uttar pradesh tn the vaccine usage is more than 90 95% that means they have almost used their quota but if you look at the 25% quota that is allocated to the private vaccination centers in these particular states it seems they have not used it as effectively as the government did one reason might be that it might be due to the high cost and uh, because of that there are lesser people opting for private vaccinations only people who are well off and want to get vaccinated for sure will go there if not um you know people who are lower middle class they would not want to spend so much money uh, giving the fact given the fact that the cases are also reducing uh, they'll obviously have a hesitancy in spending money so they'll wait for uh, their uh, primary health care center which is run by the government to get refreshed with the vaccine supplies so that is the tendency that um, i believe um, you know exists here and mostly these private vaccination centers are in urban areas right um, and uh, if you take most urban cities like chennai lot of people have left for their hometowns uh, you know people who are working in information technology sector that is the major one of the major source of uh, you know uh, migrant population in chennai they have almost gone back so uh, so you could say the population is has been greatly reduced that we can visibly see uh, you know because the it offices haven't opened yet fully and uh, maybe worst case 50% of the off- offices say some offices allow 50% employees and that's about it you know it is it's not full fledged like how it was in 2019 so that is also one reason so the urban centers have most private vaccination centers and a lot of people are in other uh, you know parts of the state that might be one reason uh, with respect to tamil nadu and chennai i'm saying so that's 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 about the vaccine pace so the health secretary has asked the central government uh, sorry the state government to review and monitor what is happening uh, other uh, important information that we get from this news is that a lot of private vaccination centers have paid for the vaccines to serum institute of india and bharat biotech but they have not yet procured meaning that they have not lifted the vaccines from pune and uh, bharat biotechs um, hyderabad uh, manufacturing plant it has not been transported itself so the health secretary has also asked the state government to look at this as well how many have they paid and how are, how much of them are lying there still in the manufacturing facility itself and expedite uh, things here so that um, they could get the vaccine soon and then start doing the vaccination so that is an interesting angle that um, that is looked upon by the central government but nevertheless the supply has to be increased there is no um, you could say um, no other way in doing that more vaccines have to be introduced and more supply has to be done more manufacturing has to be done as well okay uh, let's get out the final national news um, i mean it's not a national news it's again something that we have been regularly seeing we also been regularly seeing um, uh, news about it gens um, and their fight with indian government not fight actually their disagreements with indian government especially twitter so twitter has released its biannual transparency report this is not with respect to india it's like a report that is released by twitter all over the world 
so in that it lists down various information how many tweets they handle and all that apart from that they also release how many government requests they get so all over the world twitter got more than 14561 government information request like asking you know to whom this profile belongs or uh, what are the number of tweets that are done by this person what are the number of tweets containing this particular word that are done by this person such kind of request so that's 14000 requests in total it got this particular in this 6 months um I, i'm sorry uh, not in the 6 months in the last 3 months and um, out of which around 3615 requests are exclusively from india uh, that constitutes more than 25% of the government information request from india so that's to be noted and uh, there is around uh, around 6971 legal request to take down content from twitter so that might be because of various reasons um, you know a lot of governments would not want uh, you know national security um, a tweet that attacks the national security in twitter so they want to take that down some governments do it for uh, you know crushing the dissent as well like the tweet might be legitimate but they do not want to portray themselves in the bad light so they would want to take that tweet down so um you know without separating such kind of bias the total number of legal requests that was received was around 6971 right this is actually 15% higher than what was received um in the same period in 2020 now it's 2021 in 2020 it was 15% less and um, uh i'm sorry it's not 15% it's actually 151% higher sorry um so it's not 15% higher it's around more than 150% higher so there are a lot of request um from the governments to take down uh content right so that's about the twitter's um uh, transparency report now we'll quickly move out to the uh, international news items couple of countries that we'll look at so um we haven't come across this news so there is a extreme unrest or violence in south africa riots you could say in different parts of south africa especially in johannesburg and in durban um the reason being that the former prime minister um jacob zuma um has been actually i'm sorry not the prime minister he was the president of south africa so former president of um south africa jacob zuma was sentenced to 15 month jail term in a corruption case by the supreme court of south africa so he's he has started to serve the term his uh, appeals have been turned down and he is in prison now so because of this is um his supporters are are rioting there and the police is and the police and the government are finding it hard to contain the violence um and uh, there are a lot of uh, you know uh, uh, the the national rail company of south africa they have declared a particular route as an emergency route meaning that you know emergency operations meaning that their um, staff cannot effectively uh, serve in that area because of violence and uh, factories have been picketed um, a lot of things have been looted so that's happening in johannesburg and durban let's hope um, things come to a better situation and people have also started to queue up um, in supermarkets and uh, petrol bunks for hoarding fuel and food so this has um, also you know increased the fears of uh, um, shortage of fuel and food very soon by uh, the people i mean uh, shortage of fuel and food that cannot be used by the people so uh, that is also there so the government has to take measures against the violence first and then to ensure uh, the day to day life of the people are not affected they'll have to extremely crack down on these rec- uh, the protesters the protest is going to be pa- you know peaceful that's allowed well and good in any democracy but if you're going to you know um, damage public property or cause inconvenience to the citizens then i think it should be curbed at any cost 
right let's get out of the final news item this is also something that we have been seeing regularly after the um uh, uh we've been regularly seeing that uh, the nato and united states allies have left afghanistan have been leaving afghanistan for the past month and they've almost left and because of this taliban uh, which is one of the uh, other parties um, that is fighting against the current afghan government is uh, capturing a lot of areas uh, the latest being um, spin boldak is an area that borders pakistan and taliban has taken this town or they they have they have driven out the afghan central forces from this town and they have taken the administration in their own hands in this particular area so uh, this is continuously happening there is a lot of fighting between taliban and afghan forces and we get news about afghan forces getting defeated at every place and taliban is slowly you know getting into the hold of a lot of provinces um, the remote provinces the border towns and all that so uh, there are also reports about taliban imposing harsh rules um, such as you know um, a woman cannot go out um, by herself she has to be accompanied by a male companion and uh, the males should not shave their beards so such kind of um, you know harsh uh, rules have been imposed and uh, if people violate these uh, then they'll be you know dealt with very harsh harsh punishment like uh, whiplash or um, stoning and all that these are all uh, sharia law uh, um, you know components that are imposed by taliban which is against human rights obviously so so taliban um, capturing a lot of places um, is a worrisome thing for the democratic world because um, it's a problem for the people that live there and uh, for the neighboring countries as well so um, so the shanghai cooperation organization is basically a loose group of 10 countries uh, it's it's happening now the conference is happening now and uh, a lot of foreign investors have kind of not directly condemned but uh, they have they have expressed concern about taliban capturing such places uh, regularly so i think uh, uh, this has to be stopped taliban has to you know come to talks with the afghan central government and find a peaceful solution rather than um, uh, you know imposing such harsh rules so let's hope things get better in afghanistan very soon yeah i guess we are done for the day um um yeah have a safe week ahead um See you, bye.